The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant. This is your host, Marie, and we are happy that you're here today to talk about another great topic in career management and career advancement. So this season brings up a lot of looking forward to 2017 and what are we going to be doing in 2017 to take care of our career, to advance our career. And we've talked a little bit about overall trends that are happening in the career space a few weeks ago in terms of how careers are going to change and what's going on in the in the careers world. And today I want to focus in on a specific aspect of that. And this is that idea of personal branding. And you always know that a topic is doing well when it starts to have people attacking it. And, you know, you could say, well, what does that mean? Well, you've seen articles lately talking about how selling yourself is the worst advice you've ever got, how personal branding is dead. And, uh, uh, talking to William Maruto, one of the personal branding gurus, been around for a long time in that audience. And he said, you know, that is a great feeling when people are starting to talk about personal branding and, and even talk about how it's not a, not a thing anymore, because it means that finally people have grasped this concept of the importance of personal branding. And what is personal branding? Most of the time people have a incorrect perception of what that is. It's been tainted by things that you've read. And so let's talk a little bit here just about what personal branding is or is not. Personal branding is not pretending to be something that you aren't. In fact, pretending to be something that you are not is quite the opposite of of personal branding. Personal branding is not selling yourself, quote unquote. Um, That's maybe something that you do in an interview or, or whatever you might say. Although I would contend that all of us are always in some ways promoting ourselves or perhaps missing out on opportunities to do so and, and maybe have a negative perception of that concept in and of itself that isn't helpful for us because if we don't promote ourselves, no one else is going to promote us and it doesn't have to be a negative, pushy way. In fact, if we're clear about our personal brand, we can do that. We can promote ourselves. We can communicate our strengths and demonstrate our strengths in a way that isn't pushy because we're being consistent about it across everything that we do. 
and we don't have to be as forceful to get people to see what it is that we want to be known for. And that is the essence, if you will, of personal branding. It's it's being known for something. It's what do you want to be known for? And it's recognizing that what you want to be known for needs to be authentic. The worst thing that you can do is try to be known for something that isn't authentic to you. That's going to be exhausting to constantly be trying to do or be something else and be known for something that isn't true to who you are. So personal branding is is an authentic way of presenting who you are and what your unique value is to your audience. So that brings up the other part here of personal branding is that personal branding is a great combination of who you are, what your strengths are, what your value proposition is, if you will, what unique abilities do you bring to every situation combined with how does that add value to the audience that you are trying to be known to? And these are the two pillars of of personal branding to uncover what it is that is unique to you. Um, You know, and and people sometimes get hesitant around that word unique, but it isn't that it's you're the only one in the world, although you are the only one in the world. It's what do you do and how do you do it differently? And then why do you do what you do or what is it that drives you? What motivates you? When you put those two things together, your your how and your why, you are going to be unique because no one does it the way you do it and no one does it why you do it and and has those same drivers and motivators when we put those two things together we get the the you part of the brand what what is it that comes from you that is unique and is a unique ability you bring and then you get the audience part of your brand how does it add value to that audience how can it make a difference for them whether that's a company, a specific individual who may be hiring, whatever it is that that is that audience, that is always a part of our, our brand because if we just build this wonderful brand story but we don't think about how it relates to the audience, we really are going to fall short. A great story is not just a great story in and of itself. A great story is a great story because it's considering the audience and the context and telling the story in a context that can connect to the audience. Whenever you've seen a, a, a great public speaker or that motivational speaker that just really left an impression it's most likely because not only did they have their shtick, their stories that they're used to telling, but that they took the time and effort to think about how that story or their, their stories were applicable to the audience that they were speaking to and adjust their stories so that it connected to the audience. In fact, if you've ever been in, in a motivational speaking presentation and you just thought, well, that was interesting and, and a great story, but... I, you really don't understand how it applies to me or, you know, I can't do anything with that. It is most likely because the speaker didn't take the time or didn't have enough information to 
really relate their content to the audience, to tell the story in a way that the audience could put themselves in the story and really have it make a difference in their lives. So that is the essence of our, our personal brand. It's not about being something that we aren't. It's it's not about um, trying to sell ourselves necessarily. It's about really understanding our true differentiators, our true superpowers, as William Aruda would call them, and then being able to articulate them in a way that connects to the audience that we're wanting to be known within. So what do you want to be known for? And then who is your audience for that? Who do who needs to know that about you to help you achieve what you want to achieve, to make the difference that you want to make in your in your life, in your profession? Then we can start doing the, the branding process. And we're not going to go too much into that today. Um, but once we start doing that process of unearthing what it is that makes us different and thinking through the audience and what's important to them and and making those connections, then we've built our our personal brand. So personal branding has been around for a while. We've talked about it quite a bit on this show in the past. And one of the trends, as I've said, is that people are starting to talk about personal branding. They're starting to talk about it. Is it, you know, is it going away? And although the term may ebb and flow, just like any any term comes and goes in our popularity, in our vernacular, the idea of personal branding is critical. It is a cornerstone to your success, your career success, your business business success, and perhaps even your, your personal success, because this does have a lot to do even with our personal relationships, this idea that people understand what you are about, what do you stand for? And people are drawn to that or repelled by it. And both of those things happen for strong brands and we have to be ready for that. But people are drawn to that clear perception that we have of of who we are. Of course, we need to understand how others perceive us and work that into our brand and perhaps manage around it as needed. Although if people perceive us a certain way, we we do need to consider that into our brand and figure out how we can make that a strength for us. And then we're working to live out that brand, if you will, and to find opportunities. And, and a lot of times that brand and our brand perception will define our opportunities. It will it will be what makes opportunities come our way or not. And that's the part of personal branding that's not going away. No matter what you want to call it or if the, the term changes, it's this is a, a constant in our world and especially in our career that if we are clearly defined in what we want, what we're good at, And if we can communicate that and demonstrate that, we're going to have more opportunities. If we are unclear about who we are and what we want, what we stand for, and who our audience is, we're going to struggle. We're going to struggle in job search. We're going to struggle in in being a respected leader. We're going to struggle in every aspect of our career if we're unclear about these things because the world moves fast and if we're not ready to step up to opportunities because we know what we want, we're going to miss out 
if it's not clear to those around us what we are good at and what opportunities are a good fit for us, we're going to miss out. And it's really hard to get somewhere without a map. And that's kind of what you're trying to do if you're trying to navigate your career, your business, without understanding these basic principles, what you call them, regardless if you call them your personal brand or something else. If you don't have that map, it's very difficult to to get anywhere, to, to have your networking contacts help you, to have your boss put you in line for opportunities that are interesting, to have those that you manage understand what it is that you stand for and, and rally around that for you to be successful. All of those things are easier and better if we understand who we are and what we're what we bring to the party and what we're aiming for. So that's the basic idea of a brand. When we come back from our break here, we're going to go through some of the trends. So people are starting to talk about personal branding. What is coming up in how you promote yourself, how you build your brand, how you communicate that brand to others, and what does that mean? for your career in 2017. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Savvy business owners, learn how auspicious timing can have a positive influence on business decisions and strategies. You can achieve your goals while creating a competitive edge in your given field. Tune into Illuminating Feng Shui with host Kathleen Zamansky, where classical feng shui and Chinese metaphysics work together to help you discover your strengths and use them at the right times. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Technology is moving at a rapid pace with so many innovations, new ideas, and improved applications. One thing that hasn't changed, though, is real estate. But will it? The Future of Real Estate with host Jessica Stoner will share with you the minor adjustments and the major disruptors in the future of real estate. Modern advancements are changing how we work, where we choose to live, and affects how our homes and communities will be built. Homeowners, buyers, sellers, and investors can tune in every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. 
Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. We are talking today about personal branding and personal branding trends for 2017. So giving a little bit of overview about what personal branding is and is not was where we started. And now to dig in here a little bit on some trends. So William Arruda every year does some personal branding trends coming out um, a few weeks ago. And some of those we're going to talk about today. And then, of course, I'm going to add some that I see also moving into the career space and what's going to impact you for your career. So when we look at personal branding and what's going on with who people see and what people engage with, we know that people engage with images and with video. So the rise in video and in use of tools like Instagram and Snapchat make that pretty obvious that those mediums are taking off because people like to interact with pictures, they like to interact with video. When we look at that at a personal branding angle, there's a few different things that are happening. One, within companies, things are going to be more video related. So your comfort with video is going to be very important to build your brand during the recruiting process in some ways. And then when you're an employee, people are moving to video meeting, video chat, how you are comfortable and appear on video with your virtual team is going to be very important. And when we look at the recruiting process, you know, there was some chat a few years ago about video resumes and video resumes were going to be all the all the rage. And that really didn't happen for a lot of reasons. It's it's quite impractical um, for a recruiter to to look at video interviews. They need data. They need dates. They need those facts. And, it, you know, the equal opportunity and discrimination uh, issues, especially here in the U.S., cause the video resumes to not necessarily be the best screening tool. The other thing is that when you think about video and, and why you watch a video, typically you watch a video because it's entertaining. When something scrolls by on Facebook, you're being entertained by that video and and that's why you watch it. I don't know that any of us are really that entertaining when we talk about our career or what we do. Um, and if we are, it, it may even be, be harmful to our brand, depending on how we're being funny. So that part of marketing yourself, quote unquote, through video resumes hasn't taken off in the way that you might think when you think of a video resume. However, there are still opportunities for us to promote ourselves using video. It's just going to look differently. It might be a presentation that you've given and you've got a, a snippet that is informative and short, short, informative, engaging, that can work. It may be and an the rise of, of slide share because of this video piece. You know, you may be 
narrating a slide share and it's not really your face it's more the information that you can give but at least gives people the opportunity to engage with your voice and then perhaps you have you know an, an introduction that's very brief or a closing that's very brief with your your face in front of the camera and so video branding is different for professionals that are are working or looking for work and those who may be trying to promote themselves. And those who are in business can find some opportunity to promote themselves with video. And it's got to fit those same criteria, right? It has to be in some way entertaining, informative, quick, easy, and and easy to, to grasp. People are getting away with doing some kind of how-to video, and, and that might work for building your personal brand if you're looking for work. It has to be specific, relevant, and something that's going to engage your audience. So it's not quite as easy as I think, you know, three or four years ago, we thought, oh, it's going to be this where everyone has a, a video bio and people are, are interested in listening to that. In fact, talking to the founder of video bio, which was, is, a system that helps people create their video bio that has and is shifting. People are still doing some kind of a, a video bio depending on their situation, but then it's much more moved into being specific when a recruiter's asked you to submit a short video answering specific questions or submit a, a presentation that's specific to demonstrating the skills that they're looking for versus just an introductory video bio that is a narrative of your resume. No one thought that those were very interesting, so they really haven't taken off. And I see that video will continue to grow, and it's going to be an interesting ride because although we do love visuals and we do love video, it has to entertain us or do something to capture our attention and so us, we as individuals in trying to build our personal brand are going to have to think creatively about that. How can we build a video that does those things, that, that entertains or captures attention, provides a quick how-to, does something that will make people listen to it. And you'll notice if you pay attention to marketing and advertising that Facebook has been trying to promote its video, you know, go live, go live and share your feelings with some, with people, go live and share your experience because people aren't doing it. And it'll, time will show whether that's because people don't know how to use it or they're uncomfortable using it. Most people don't really love the idea of video or if it's because and part of my assumption here is that those types of videos have to be entertaining and most of us aren't great at creating an entertaining video that's actually going to keep somebody watching it. So keep your eye on video. Pictures, of course, still are all the rage. And if we can find pictures, you know, the biggest ones going around on social media today are more of those memes, you know, inspirational, motivational pictures that are grabbing people's attention, the more that we can use the visual to promote our brand, to draw people into our our social media posts, to our even our resumes, right? Resumes are going more visual in terms of having meaningful, meaningful graphics, meaningful graphics that tell tell a story that 
portray our accomplishments, that tell, tell a visual story of the value that we've added. All of those visual elements are eye-grabbing. And in today's world where people are not wanting to read a whole bunch of text, they are important in drawing the reader through whatever kind of, of document or online profile it is that we want them to read. In fact, some of the data that um, they've had on the eye tracking studies for LinkedIn profiles, most of the time is spent looking at, at a picture. And uh, so those pictures that you can incorporate in your LinkedIn profile will be very important to draw the eye through that profile. And of course, placing even more importance on our profile picture where most of the time is spent looking when someone's looking at your LinkedIn profile. Branding is also getting more personal. And this is something we talked about a little over a year ago. And, you know, it was a trend stated by some of the recruiters that they were seeing the need to become more personal to get engagement from their constituents from their potential recruitees. And this is true of, of our personal brands, no matter if we're a recruiter or not, that people want to engage with us beyond just the kind of stoic professional level. They want to see pictures of our kids. They want to see what we're doing. They want to see what we what we stand for beyond just what we say we stand for and beyond the professional that we have. And this creates a quandary for most of us who then have to decide what types of personal content am I comfortable sharing? What ways do I want to be relatable to others? You know, how can I create those talking points, the opportunity for people to identify, to connect with me on something more than just a professional level? And you're starting to see some of this on LinkedIn, although it does stay professional, which we love about LinkedIn. You're starting to see people talk about things that just are a little bit on, on that line, whether it's their story of getting a new job and it includes a little bit of the personal insight or um, saw someone posting about their kids the other day, but it was their kids' professional accomplishments so you're starting to see some of that on LinkedIn, and, and this is why, is that need for people to connect a little bit deeper with us and understand what we stand for as a professional, but not be overrun with all of the personal things that maybe you find on other social mediums. And branding is going to continue to struggle with this balance between personal and professional and how much is too much, but if you're too too stoic and too cut off on LinkedIn, you're not engaging. And how does that look? And especially when we get to one of our trends right after the break, we're going to talk about where social media is going and, and career engagement, career management through social media and how that's evolving. And so as we move to different mediums or form other ways of communi community online and in person, people are going to be navigating this change from 
more professional communication to communication that includes both personal and professional engagement. So what is going on with our lovely social media? We know that that social medias are growing and changing and evolving and Snapchat and Instagram are on the rise and LinkedIn is in purgatory at the moment. Nobody's sure. Um, and so what's going on there and what might affect your career and what where should you spend your time? And we'll talk about that when we get back in just a minute. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel, and get Amplified. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we've been talking about trends in personal branding. What is personal branding and why does it matter to you to, to know where you're going, know who your audience is, know what you want to be known for to that audience. And then some of the things that are changing in terms of how you become known to that audience. And so we talked a little bit about video. It's increasing use, especially internal in companies and the importance of, of your comfort with that 
as you're video conferencing and interacting with people on video, how are you going to, to, to be effective so that you can have a, a brand presence with a virtual team into inside your company? And then the that video piece is being used in the recruiting process in very specific ways, video interviews, presentations where you're creating a presentation or videotaping yourself giving a presentation and submitting that as part of the hiring process, but that we're not necessarily seeing, and I don't think we will see, an increase in the use of, of a quote-unquote video resume where it's a a short introduction to yourself via video um, unless the employer's asking for that as part of their process and giving you specific guidelines, they're probably not going to use something like that. However, that doesn't mean that you can't promote yourself using video. You'll just want to be specific, engaging, and relevant to your audience in whatever it is that you're creating in that video space. So, this idea of social media is it's splintering it's it's getting more complex with the the rise of things like Snapchat and Instagram and and those mediums being used by employers because of course employers want to be where the people are and you know some of the other mediums are really struggling in terms of you know LinkedIn has lots of users and their average daily user is growing it's it was not too great a while back maybe a a year year and a half ago and that means that people don't log into LinkedIn every day and actually stay there and interact and and do things and because of that recruiters are not happy with it Uh, you can imagine paying for a software and and you're using it to do research, you reach out to an individual that you'd like to recruit, and you don't hear anything. You you don't get any response back because that individual is not actually on LinkedIn more than, you know, once a month or once every other month, or because that individual is inundated with requests from recruiters, and so it becomes an ineffective way for them to build relationships. And So what I'm hearing from a lot of recruiters is that they are using other ways. They're using old-fashioned networking techniques like going to actual in-person groups and communities. They're building more specific online communities where individuals can go to connect with others in in their industry and where the purpose of the, the medium is a little bit clearer and there's more value in a regular interaction Um, and one of the recruiters who's going to be speaking more in depth on this at the Career Thought Leaders Conference is talking about how recruiting is finally moving a little bit more back to the human element as as he calls it, getting away from some of the software and, and moving back to actually being social in the fact of us communing communicating and connecting human to human in person or over the phone, which is a good thing, I think, for many candidates. But then it starts to pose these troubles for us in terms of communicating our brand. Where do we want to be found and how do we connect with this community that is building and perhaps off of of LinkedIn where 
it was fairly easy to go and build a profile and, and be, and, uh, and now things are, are splintering and it may not be that easy. However, if we're plugged into our, our community, our industry, whatever it is that we identify with, we'll probably fairly quickly find those places where our people are hanging out and connecting because it's not LinkedIn. Now, does that mean that you don't want a LinkedIn presence? Not necessarily, because it's still fairly easy. I would be careful of paying for things, because as we see recruiters moving away from that, it may or may not really be worth your investment to pay for a paid LinkedIn profile. Um, So be careful of that. Experiment with that. See what you think. And then we're going these other places, perhaps a specific networking site for industry, perhaps a professional association website that has integrated some interaction opportunities. But if we are on LinkedIn or any of these other mediums, we're seeing that if you really want to build your brand, if you really want to be known for something, that you need to interact. That doesn't necessarily mean that we have to create our our own content, although creating thought leadership content is definitely a good way to get known for something. But it's sharing of other thought leadership content, commenting in a positive and constructive way. It's asking good, intelligent questions that pose good interaction, you know, um, how are you engaging and interacting with your community on whatever medium it is that you choose? And you can search groups on LinkedIn and see if your community is interacting on a LinkedIn groups, and that might be a great place to plug in. If not, what else, what other opportunities might there be? What other mediums might people be using to have that interaction? The other thing we're seeing on, on LinkedIn, and this has been kind of threatened, (laughs) threatened by LinkedIn for a while. And we'll see if it finally does come to pass with the Microsoft acquisition that search results will be sorted and ranked per your endorsements on LinkedIn, which we all know don't really mean that much. Um, And yet if they're going to start ranking search results by those endorsements, it may mean more and you may want to think about how you can strategically get endorsements for the qualities and and skills that are important to you and to your audience and diminish those that are not as important. And how do you want to to be known and how can you help promote those on your, your LinkedIn profile should that search ranking threat ever come to pass? And, and again, how can you be more interactive because being interactive will help you also get those endorsements. People can see you enacting that skill that is listed there and and give you give them a, a real opportunity to endorse you for that that skill. And as things move a little bit more offline and to these actual communities in your industry, you might think of how you can be more interactive in person 
and go to conferences, speak at conferences, actually demonstrate your your leadership, your thought leadership, find opportunities to connect with people in person. I think this is the backlash from the over the over internet focus of our society for the last few years is the the way people are seeking out opportunity to connect with people in person. And it's a great opportunity for for us to do that and to make a great first impression in person, to connect with people in person, to build relationships in a, in a way that you can't build them online. And for 2017, look at those opportunities for yourself. What do they look like to be more interactive, both online and in person? And how can you step perhaps even out of your, your comfort zone a little bit and find those opportunities, take advantage of those opportunities, ask your boss, your company, if there are opportunities to, to go to a conference, to, to speak, to present a paper, to pro, pro, even to just provide a paper for the conference in, and interact with those in your community. It doesn't have to be a big national or international expensive thing. Looking for local opportunities to connect is a great place to start. And of course, always seeking out if there's ways for you to do that within the context of your current company, being happy and successful where you are, promoting that company, and building your brand at the same time. So as you're interacting This is where the opportunities come in to really demonstrate your brand, both in in what you say and in what you do. What is it that you want to be known for and how are you going to build that, that visibility in the right space, in the right community for you to get where you want to go in your career? And this poses a perhaps the greatest challenge for us as the way brands are developed starts to shift and as some of the more global, perhaps easier opportunities to, to quote unquote be found get blocked up and, and flooded and abandoned. <laughs> like LinkedIn and other mediums, you know, as those get either busier or or people start to leave, we face the challenge of of really getting defined in what we want to do so that we can be a part of the right community, the community that's going to help us get where we want to go. And so that is one of the brands trends that is perhaps the most impactful to our career moving forward and especially with 2017 is how are we going to get more defined with our brand and yet have the flexibility we need to be known for the things plural that we want to be known for because of course most of us are not just one thing. So we're going to close with that and dig into that a little bit deeper here when we get back from our break and finish up talking about personal branding trends and how they're going to impact you for the coming year. 
We'll be right back in just a few minutes. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Business. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. Today we've been talking about personal branding and trends that are coming up in how you communicate your personal brand and how you define your personal brand so that you can be successful in your career. And again, really, it's what do you want to be known for and how do you go about getting known for that within the audience that needs to know that for you to move forward. So we know that we've got to have a map. We have to know what it is we want to be known for Otherwise, when opportunities come up, we're not going to know what to say yes or no to. And if we don't know what to say yes or no to, the people around us, our bosses, our hiring managers, aren't going to be able to identify opportunities that they think would be a good fit for us. And we might miss out. Well, we're most likely going to miss out. Things move fast and we need to have a clear picture of what it is we want so that we can take those opportunities. And so when we think about the changes that we're seeing in our workforce and that things are moving to more contract-based, outsourced 
and I'm not talking about outsourcing across borders necessarily, but outsourced in terms of hiring a, a team who's specialized in doing X versus hiring an employee who will be employed for forever for my company. I'm hiring uh, I'm hiring short-term contract people. The amount of people who work in that way is growing, especially here in the U.S. And so when we see that, it, it leads me to know that this trend towards independent contractors is, is a true thing. I wondered for a while if it actually would come to pass because of a lot of our HR laws and, and the way that we move around in our, our society doesn't necessarily support this. And, and surely, and, and as it could be, things are moving in that direction. So whether we're employed or, or working as a contractor, it doesn't really matter. The idea is the same, that we are going to be in charge of moving ourselves from opportunity to opportunity. Occasionally, that may be within the same company, but most of the time it's going to be between companies, again, either as a contractor or as an employee, but knowing that our employee status is not a forever marriage. It is a a project-based employment. And when that project is over or when our skill set needs to grow, we're most likely going to have to change companies or make a, a pretty concerted effort to grow even internally. That's no longer going to be automatic. So, this may be initiated by the company when they make a change and they let you go, or maybe initiated by you because you want to grow and change and do something different. And those opportunities aren't going to be laid at your feet as they may have been in the past. So this means that for us to build our brand and to build our career, we have to be known beyond our current company and especially beyond our current circle within our company. Our brand has to be known bigger than that. And the clearer we are about what it is that we might want to do as we move forward, and the clearer we are about where the opportunities might exist to do that, the easier it's going to be for us to connect. We know which conferences to go to. We know which meetings to go to internally. We know what what types of projects we might volunteer for to expand our current role and and grow in a direction that makes sense for our strengths, for where we want to go. Of course, that has to align with the, the company's need. That is that ever-important balance between our internal portion of our brand and the, the external audience portion of our brand. And yet, if we aren't defined about where it is we want to go, or we're going to struggle, either because we'll be put in positions that aren't a good fit for us, or because we will be stagnant and not moving anywhere because it's unclear to those around us how they can help us move into what we want to do. 
and again, most of this is going to be self-directed and our ability to decide what risks we're going to take is going to have a big impact on our success. And I think this is one of the things that I see when I look at career success and what, you know, why are some people so much more successful than than others? And perhaps that's all in a way that you would define success. And I would want you to be successful in the way that you define success. But a lot of it is the opportunities that come up Are you ready and willing to take that risk? And when you do that, we only have so many risks we can take. So if we know where we want to go and we are defined in what opportunities make sense for us, then we can take a more calculated risk. And I would propose that then it's not even as much of a risk because we are clear and have built some kind of a safety net into that choice because we've been clear, we've been building in that direction, we've been networking in that direction, we've been amassing the skills that we need to go in that direction. And it's so it's much less of a risk. The The things that slow people down in their career, typically when they hit a decision that they need to make and they don't feel comfortable making a decision that would open up doors for them because they haven't laid the groundwork to get there. And some people will jump anyway and and may fail gloriously or, or skyrocket. And many people won't take that risk because they haven't built the foundation they need. So if we can start thinking ahead of time of what will I need to make that happen? What would I need to go out on my own? What would I need to take a job that's my ideal? And how can I start building towards that now so that when the opportunity presents itself, I can I can jump at it? That is the difference maker to not be sitting there wondering how so-and-so got to where they are, or, you know, do they have some family money sitting there so that they were able to take that risk? How can you start building a foundation for yourself so that you can take the risks when they present themselves as opportunities in your career? Because that is that is the way that our career is moving, is to being much more project by project, opportunity by opportunity. And it will be up to us to decide if we take that risk or not and to be ready to take that risk. So next week, we're going to have a guest on the show. We'll be talking about another great career topic and look forward to seeing you right back here again next week on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.